0: In lieu of how aggressive tonight's episode is, we are instead going to give you the content warning rather than our regular witty intro. Welcome to Cryptic Soup. This episode features heavy talk about rape, sexual aggression, sexual assault, and can be triggering for some listeners. We understand if you would like to skip over this one and we'll catch you next week. For those that are listening tonight, we are discussing the horrific crimes against a young girl that ended her life far too soon. guys welcome back to cryptic soup i'm Thina, and i'm Kylie, and this is cryptic soup this is cryptic soup. that's where <laughs> you're at you thought you were somewhere else you're wrong because you're here <laughs> you're so. right here so what's been happening let's real quick go over this before we jump into today's this is going to be the only good time we have today so uh too much too too much it's not really good either. Margie went to the ER. That's not good. Yeah. Uh, yikes. We each had funerals. Yeah. We each had a funeral. Those were rough. Um, and uh, downtown art beat happened. That was cool. It's like a I, art festival. Yeah. I'm a little sad that I haven't been able to go to that every year that I've lived here. Um, I met a Dalmatian there. That was cool. Uh, what else happened? I went and saw um, the Gran Turismo movie and 4DX. (laughs) Um, I really wanted to. Was it good? Bro. Okay, It's a racing movie. Obviously, those fucking seats like you needed a seatbelt. They were insane. I feel like I wouldn't actually like that. It was so wild, but overall, amazing movie. I really liked it. Gran Turismo are some of my all time favorite games. Uh, Those in like Need for Speed. I have a thing for racing games in general. Uh, so it was awesome. I just feel like I go to the movies to be relaxed yeah this one that one would not relax a single no. person <laughs> it was the most stressful the first moment it happened Margie and I looked at each other and we're like oh fuck <laughs> I, every single time I had to hold my drink because I was genuinely nervous that it was just going to like kerplunk it was yeah. so much although one thing they didn't do is they didn't really use the water feature that much and I'm surprised because there's a lot of like champagne throwing in the movie and stuff like that so I thought there would be like a lot of water features oh, but I didn't know there, there was wasn't. water yeah there's also a water feature no. I actually do you want to know what all the features are i can tell you real quick yeah okay so when you go to a 40x movie it's a screen that's closer to an imax size it's a little bit bigger than a regular one and the features are water features air features like blowing motion seats bubbles rain rain storms which also has thunder and lightning i'm sorry and did you just say bubbles yeah <laughs> like literal bubbles yeah also sometimes there's smells in some like their sense and I, smells. I knew, the, I knew about the sense. Um, yeah. Lightning, snow, fog, wind, vibrations, and mm. ticklers. No, no, yep, no, that's a thing. No, if I saw a scary movie and it fucking tickled me, I would be <laughs> out the door. Yeah, so it <laughs> was incredible. Not. It was uh, really cool. It was it. It was an awesome experience, I will say. Uh, we saw another movie in 40X, and so far, every movie we've seen in 40X is incredible. I've seen a Batman movie in it now at this point in my life. I saw another movie, which off the top of my head, I can't remember what I saw. But, and then we saw F- Sonic too, mm-hmm. and then we saw this. Sonic, too. all of them are great. <laughs> I'm sure it was. Uh, so, tell us about your camping trip, real quick. So, it was very humid yesterday. I was very sweaty. I <laughs> Just sweaty was everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> was the <main> theme. <laughs> it was the main theme. Um, it was cool, though. Um, Corey basically had this kind of like promotion type of um, thing that he needed to do for work. And so we were able to take one of the new units, basically. And this thing's a monster. It's beautiful. Well, it's actually like way smaller and like one of the cheaper versions that they have. But Um, as far as like a normal person that would just buy one, this is fucking gorgeous. Yeah. They're, they're, um, yeah. They're only trailers though. So they don't, they don't, you can't drive them. You have to, you have to tow them. It's Uh, a, it's a grand design RV so that people can get an idea of like what company these, these are uh, known around the U S they're big, Go look at Solitude's and go follow anybody that is like a solitude family on TikTok because it's so cool. <laughs> they are massive. But, um, this one that we had was the Mav. I don't remember what it's called. Um, it's, it's basically like a mini momentum. Um, they are toy haulers and we have motorcycles. So we brought motorcycles in the trailer with mm-hmm. us. And then we just like rode around. Um, it was an experience. There was me, Corey, uh, Corey's mom, Corey's dad, Corey's brother, and then all of our dogs. Three very, very large, very furry German Shepherds. Oh my God, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> Corey there was so much hair. I can't even. Uh, you guys don't understand. Corey's parents' dog is like, I don't care who you are. You think your dog's the best dog in the world. You're wrong because Corey's parents' dog. Is the best dog his name in the world. Is, his name is Jerry Lee. He's awesome. Um, he was, he was an asshole this whole weekend. No, he was perfect, and <laughs> okay. uh, your dogs antagonized him. I okay. am convinced. Okay, <laughs> I found out that my my girlfriend has a uh, like her family has a dog. I found out they have a. Oh my god, what does she have? Uh, she has a massive Brendel. Hundred and thirty pound Dutch Shepherd. Oh, what? Yeah. Oh shit! They have a fucking <laughs> Those are massive. They're yes. They're that's just like her really, family really, has. Really, 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 really big German shepherds that don't yes. look like German shepherds because they're brindle. They almost look like a a Belgian Malinois. So her family has one of those. It's like nine years old or something, I think, maybe even a little bit older. But uh, they got it back in like 2015 or something. And its name's Dakota. And that's why we have that massive dog box. What is the dog box made of wire and steel that sits in my living room? You have one. It's a massive, it's a box. Like a dog lives in a toy box. No, it's like a box. A crate. (laughs) A crate. Oh my. (laughs) You knew I wasn't getting the word. (laughs) That's why our dog crate is so big was because it was Dakota's dog crate. And when Dakota had surgery, he had to have a cone on and he's already so massive. So they got him one of those XXLs. So you guys, we have this dog crate and it's so big. Margie, myself, and our Dalmatian can all sit in it. And there's still room for like two more dogs. (laughs) It's party. (laughs) Okay. Well, yeah. So we've had a lot happening. That's why we also had a pause on last week's episode. But we're here and we're back and y'all And I went live. So (laughs) that's another thing. Check me out. I got a webcam. I went I wasn't going live on the webcam until like Saturday, Friday? Friday. This past Friday. So um, but that's, that's new, but yeah. Between that and hanging out on the discord, there's been a lot happening. Yeah. But we'll talk about that at the end. Right now we're going to get into a whirlwind of a case. Whirlwind. So I am going to preface this a little more than what Kylie did in the intro. Um, because there's some other things that come up. So the case is a very aggressive rape case. Now, you have to know that before this case happened, I mean, there's still a lot of issues with sexual assault and rape where this case takes place because this is over in New Delhi. But also beyond that, it is outside of the normal. A lot of the words and names in this case are very difficult for me. And I'm really hoping that people have over time understood that I am never trying to be vindictive or rude or have an issue. Yeah, Yeah. I'm never trying to say these things wrong on purpose. I tried very, very, very hard to get all the names in this episode right. And I made a list of how to pronounce them based off what I genuinely think they are and what I've heard through so many different other people saying them or other like news broadcasts and stuff. The one issue is, is that this case was originally called the Nirbaya case. I've also heard it called the Nirbaya case, but that word means the fearless one. And it was a pseudonym that was given to this case because for a while, no one knew anyone in the case for a few different reasons. There's some people that are underage in the case. But also because in New Delhi, there's a New Delhi law that states you don't give out the name of a crime case. That's a violent rape or like an aggressive case like this. So when they started talking about it and trying to make laws due to this case, they had to give it a different name. So they called it this Nirbaya case. Okay, so they just called the girl like Nirbaya, the fearless one. So that was already one thing was. In a lot of the news things, they just wouldn't name this person in the case. And then when they do, they would just say the victim, the girl, the victim, her, she, she, the girl. You see what I'm saying? Well, then in 2015, there was a documentary that was released and it's called India's Daughter. And I'm going to bring it up a lot because it's oh, my God, it's incredible to get this point across. And it is really, really a phenomenal like Piece that was made. Well, in that documentary, they talk openly with the victim's family and they put her name out into the world. And when people were like, I thought you weren't supposed to do that, her parents were like, No, we specifically want her name shared because we want her name and her story told. Like it's, we want it talked about. It's heavy. Yeah. Well, and beyond that, as crazy as that is, that 2015 documentary. The director of it, Leslie Undwin, um, she ended up having to flee to London after the documentary came out because she was so scared for her own safety with all these things that have happened to also give you an example of just like how, I hate to say like how bad this area was, but kind of like, that's the only way to describe it at this time. Um, Granted, that was a few years ago. Things have obviously hopefully changed, but we don't know how much. Um, Obviously, we don't live over there. We can't give too much speculation to how much it's changed. But this case is a very um, intense one, and I am trying everything in my power to be respectful. So if I get a name wrong, I'm so sorry. It's not intentional, but I am going based off the, the best information I could be given as someone that already struggles to pronounce things a lot. So whew, let's let's actually start, shall we? <laughs> yes, go. I just I really wanted to get that out there because yeah, no. I've practiced all of the names in this episode probably like 30 times. And I still feel every single time that I say them wrong. And I'm like, God, it's just, like you feel bad. Well, that's just how it feels like when you're American. It's like anything outside of the, you know, because like, it's like reading like Japanese names. You're like, that's not English. Like, and because, it's, s- not. Yes, because it's not. Yes, and you like, want to say it right, but you don't have the dialect. Like and the well, and the English letters don't translate because it's it's a diff- it's a completely different language. And like, like it you want to be it. respectful, but yeah, I, like that's a problem for me. Like at work, one of the guys is trying to teach me Spanish and all the time he's like making fun of me. Cause my mouth just like, I try my best. And he's like, your, your dialect is so bad. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm so sorry. Like I'm trying. And like, also some things are harder for me because the way my tongue rings are and stuff. And I can't like press my tongue to the roof of my mouth and things like that. And I have like, at times, like a little bit of a lisp and stuff that comes and goes because I had a really bad one when I was younger. And like, I can't roll my R's. I can't do any of that stuff. And he's just like, oh, my gosh, you, you talk so badly. He's like, you can barely talk in English. I don't know why I'm trying to teach you another language. <laughs> I'm like, honestly, honestly, though, he's not wrong. But no. so, I, yeah, I just wanted to tell you guys, like, if, if you guys notice me messing up and re-repeating the names, it's because I think I'm messing up and I'm trying to fix it. So... So this case feels like it's really long because it's really sad and it just has like a lot of details to it. But we're going to build up to what happened that night because I don't want to just throw you into what happened because it's so heavy. Um and this incident took place over 10 years ago. So we're going to start by kind of like r- snowballing this and you're you're going to get a feel for what happened to this beautiful soul. Her name was okay, I've heard it pronounced Jyoti, but it seemed like more often it was pronounced Josie. It's, I think, Josie Singh. So I'm going to go with Josie. And if that's wrong, that's entirely because I just, I, I thought that was the one that sounded um, correct based off the news outlets. So her name is Josie, and she was born on May 10th, 1990. She is a Taurus. That is Bono's birthday, like from YouTube. And that's National Shrimp Day. Love me some shrimp. Oh, do you? Yeah. Really? Yes. What? Oh. What do you mean, really? I don't know. That's a weird one. And you're like kind of picky. I'm picky. Aren't? Well, okay. No. The only thing that I will not (laughs) eat is creamed herring. The fuck is a creamed herring? Creamed. I don't. Well, I don't want to go is into it. Is it a fish? I literally. Yes. Wait. But it's creamed. I put herring in the fish pie. Herring is delicious. Creamed herring is different. Okay. Creamed herring is very different. Okay, I believe you. Like know. literally, I can't even open a jar without gagging. Oh, it's in a jar. You already lost me there. Exactly. <laughs> it's fish not are, cooked. Fish in a jar. I have. Okay. All right. You know what? We're not doing this. Nope. This is not the thing. Nope. I'm not picky though. Uh, um, okay, I'm a foodie. <laughs> just well, she has a. I mean, enough, being right? a Taurus is a pretty good one too. I like Tauruses; they're they're pretty cool. Usually, I feel like I don't know any. Um, another one is a uh, Machine Gun Kelly. I don't know. Some mm-hmm. people don't like him, so I guess that doesn't really help. No. Um, that's the only other one okay. I guess. Actually, off the top of my head, I can list. Yeah, I think the only people that I know wow. that were born in May are actually Aries. He's like in the middle. Yeah. I can't think of another Taurus. Wow. Okay. Well, Jyothi is one of the best ones. Let's do that. Let's do that. She is. I would put her above Bono. But that's crazy because Bono's pretty cool. Yeah. He does some cool shit. Yeah. So Jyothi was born in Delhi, India. She had two younger brothers. Her parents were named Ashi Deva or also pronounced Devi. Asha. Asha. Yeah. Asha. Deva or Asha, Davy See, I don't pronounce I that Devi. See, that's that's what I thought, too. And but every, I'm American. <laughs> everything said Davy more often than not. Davy was the most common one. OK, so and then her dad. I heard it pronounced Badrena or Badrena, mm-hmm. But people called him Bardi. That one I couldn't think. OK, I can't find anyone saying his nickname it was only written oh okay. um, it was on paper and it's like b-a-r-d-i but it looks like bardi was what he was called more often so i'm i'm gonna do bardi we'll we'll try that bardi singh okay and they were a lower middle class family they lived in a really rundown area of the town like a, like pretty lower class they did not have hardly any extra money hmm Now, her mom was a homemaker. Her dad worked excessive amounts. He worked like double shifts and even more. He was a baggage handler at the airport and he would do everything to support his family. And it's from what I've learned, it's more like, you know, your sons come first in that sort of family. And if anything, you would marry your daughter off. But one of the things is, is her dad was like, I'm going to put all of my kids through school. That is something Oh, I want my kids to go through school. I want my kids to be able to do stuff because Josie's father said his family was too poor that when he wanted to go to school, he finished high school and he wasn't allowed to because his family didn't have the money. So he vowed he would work multiple jobs, multiple shifts and do anything he had to, to make sure that all of his kids were able to attend good schools and live out their dreams and be able to do anything they want. including his daughter. Yeah. It's hard though. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. Three kids right away. Like that. That's a lot. Well, and then on top of that, Josie knew what she wanted to do. She loved school and she had big dreams. She wanted to grow up and become a doctor, which Which is is like the most expensive school. there is. (laughs) It really really is. Literally. She, she was like, Hey, it's cool. I will pay you guys back once I have the money. Like it's fine. Yeah. Well, so yeah, that's literally her parents had the same reaction we did. She told her parents like I'm gonna become a doctor, and they were like, oh, "Of shit. course you are." <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. I know we said we would do anything <laughs> financially, but that's a little more. Ah, damn it. Okay, that's right. <laughs> but Josie, undergrad, undergrad. Yeah, <laughs> Josie wasn't phased by this though. She was such like a brush, a breath, <laughs> a breath of fresh air as a person. She was just like, you know, that just means I gotta work harder. I gotta help make money. Also, I gotta you know like get. The these scholarships, these internships. I got to do whatever it takes. Like she didn't see this as an obstacle. She was just like, okay, if you guys can't afford it, then I'm going to have to help out also. Like, good job, her. She she was awesome. So she was like, how about this? Why don't you guys use the money that you put back for me to have a wedding someday to use for my school? I, I my school is more important than a wedding. Which at first her parents were like, no. What? Yeah. But then they were like, mm, well, we have a solution, kind of. Her family decided they were going to sell their land in Uttar Pradesh, which is, I'm a little confused. In some things, it was called the fatherland, and some places, it was called the motherland. Oh, well, those are two different things. <laughs> but um, the thing is, is when I looked up later, it says the motherland is considered like the most holy area in that area. The fatherland is something that's passed down through your family for generations. So I'm a little confused on what it was, but they ended up selling this land and they used it to pay for Jyoti's schooling. Jyoti's, sorry. And then her other parts of her family, like her uncles and like aunts and stuff. Were pissed being like why would her family sell the land mm-hmm. for this little girl to go to school that's ridiculous that's stupid like they were kind of really upset at her dad and for Barty to choose like doing all this for his daughter because they're like it's just your daughter it's not like it's one of your sons like to carry oh, on your line okay that's like another part of it they were like yeah you're also doing all this for the girl like they were they were almost like confused why he was doing this Josie was such a beautiful person, though, like inside and out. She was kind, understanding, smart. She was so full of love. She always believed that girls should be empowered and that they were just strong. And like she wanted to convey that to the world. So the thing is, is she lived in a place where that is absolutely not what is taught. She lives in a place where women are almost thought that they're like less than compared to men and that they need like permissions from men and stuff and then Jothi's out here being like oh she is that picture of that woman flexing oh yeah 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 um and like Ruth Ruth I think Ruth the rig rig r- 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 the the riveter yes <laughs> she is like the Ruth riveter of her like area yeah she was just so like Empowering as a person, she's just like you know. If you want it, you can do it. Now, the day of the attack, we know a little about a little bit about Josie. We got to start talking about what happened. So it was December sixteenth, two thousand twelve. It was a Sunday. Josie had woken up. She made tea for her family that morning, and then she decided to go off to meet with her friend. I believe his name is pronounced Awindra Pratap. Handy? Mm-hmm. I think. I'm pretty sure. I mean, that's what it. it that's was, what it looks like. Yeah, but, it's you know. spelled like that. But that one, that one, you hear more often in news articles. And I'm pretty sure it's a Windra. So we'll stick with that one for now. And hopefully, we did not did not mess it up. It's almost like my mom's name. Do you remember my mom's name? <laughs> Andrea. No. Andrea. No. And Delia. Antonio. Two syllables. And Drew. A. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Andrea. No. And. Derera. I mean, that's closer. And but- a And two syllables. Antoine. I have no idea. Andra. Andra. Okay. Oh, Windra. Andra. It's like <laughs> I guess it's like what my it. mom's name Ooh. would be. That was a tough one. <laughs> I don't like when you play games with me. <laughs> Jesus. So the day of the event, um, before that, Jothi had been working her butt off to become a physiotherapist. She was working 8 p.m. to 4 a.m. at an IBM call center to put herself through college. While still attending normal classes on top of that. Oh, no. So she's working normal classes and working through the Keep night. Keep in mind, like med school is no fucking joke. So if you don't get A's and B's, you're screwed. And again, I'm reminding everyone, she's a girl doing this in an area that that's like Not at common. the time still really looked down upon. Yeah. So the day of the event, Awindra and Josie decide to go see Life of Pi and theaters and because it was gonna end up being um a Monday, she was um oops wait, was it a Monday or a Sunday? I'm so sorry. I made a mistake here. It was a Sunday. I'm sorry, that was my fault. It was a Sunday, not a Monday. I didn't mean to type that a few moments okay. later. So it was a Sunday and she was oh, I didn't type that wrong. did you see what <laughs> I wrote? You jumbo thina. No, she just didn't I didn't read far enough. <laughs> it was Sunday. She but on Monday yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was right. On Monday, Josie was going to start her medical internship and so she was going to still be working full time doing classes and doing a medical internship. So she's like, wow, I have a lot on my plate. This is my last hurrah before I get settled into school. I got to focus. So let's like go blow some steam and do something fun like her and her friend. Right. That's kind of what I was going to say, because I was like, you I feel like she is a responsible person and would not go to the movies on a Monday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yep. That's just like not a thing for her. You were right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Awindra and Josie went to the City Walk Mall for the nighttime showing of the film. It was busy. It was a bustling night. But once the movie ended, the two decided it would be better to take a bus rather than walk the whole way home because it was dark and it was late. And, you know, it just seems like a smarter solution, right? Well, you would think so. I th- I, the people in Canada also thought that. Oh, you're not wrong. And <laughs> if you know what Kylie's talking about, then, you know, she's talking about the Tim McLean and Vince Lee. uh the cannibal case in the archives. How do you? You're literally like an, an encyclopedia. I don't. <laughs> I don't even know how I, you do that. I just, <laughs> I just. I remember things. I would have like summarized. I would have had to summarize it. I don't remember their names oh, ever. Yeah, I don't know. The Greyhound bus incident. I would have remembered that. Yeah. Yeah. Here, let's. I'm screwed. You guys, have, we I have, haven't done this in a while. Let's let's play a quick trivia. Oh no! Why was he returning home? What was uh, Tim coming home from? Um, wasn't he in the military? No, he was working as like a carnival festival. Oh type yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, what was? Um, uh, he's a computer nerd. <laughs> n- 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 no, I <laughs> mean, hey, yeah. Oh. No, he wasn't. The whole thing with the laptop was he left the laptop and he sold it. And so, You're doing so bad No, right no now. No, but he was like, he went to school. Oh, you're talking about Tim still. Yes. Okay. Tim, yes. Tim loved his computer and then it's fun. Um, last one. What was Vince Lee drinking? Shit. I do not remember that at all. A big tea. A big, big container of tea. Oh. Okay. All right. Let's continue. Yep. on. Kylie is still bad at trivia. <laughs> still, still bad. <laughs> I can still <laughs> summarize the whole thing. Do you want me to ask you about a different case? Then? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. All right. We'll do a whole trivia day someday. It'll be fun. It'll be great. So yeah. It's super great. The problem in this area, going back to Josie and Awindra, they wanted to take a bus, right? Well, the the the, the buses run in a very odd fashion. I've learned, and it's a little hard to explain. So before we get into how the buses run, what happened was later that night, Josie doesn't return home. So her family starts calling her phone, but they realize it seemed like it was switched off and they got really worried because, you know, Josie is responsible. So they knew this was unlike her. And they knew that it was the night before a big event, like her going to start her internship tomorrow. So they knew something was wrong. Like she'd be home. She'd be the one that's home early. Yeah. If anything, she have been early. like, hey, I don't want to stay for the end of the movie. If anything else, you know, right. <laughs> like yeah. I feel like that's if it was a Marvel movie, she wouldn't have stayed for the end credits. She had been like, "I have to go home." What are you? An extra five minutes? I am responsible. Like I'm not even making fun of her. Like that... I mean, I'm responsible too. But I would stay. For the end <laughs> I think she credit. is that kind of person. She genuinely yeah. would have been like, "I would rather you know, start getting out and beating the rush so that we can get home." She was so on it. So what happened when they boarded the bus? Because it's a lot. It's a lot. We're gonna start unpacking it. Okay, and it, I've warned you guys, there's been a lot of trigger warnings. I'm not going to do it again, but you know it's coming. Awindra and Josie got on the bus, and it was after 8 p.m., and it was dark outside. The bus had five other male passengers, not including the male driver that were already on it. The five male passengers were at the rear of the bus, and the male driver was at the front. When Awindra and Josie get on, they sit near the front and they start to mind their own business. The driver and the other men on the bus later are interviewed question. And that's when we learn most of what happened. But then after all that, a windra comes forth and we learn a lot more. And then we hear Jothy's side. So we do get every side of the story pretty much, but we have to piece it together over the years so when this case first started coming out and people were covering it, it was a little bit harder. But now, since quite a few years have passed, it is a lot easier to streamline and tell what happened. Jothi and Awindra do try to tell everything they can to police. You will find out. The driver first approached Awindra and Jothi while questioning them. They questioned or like he started questioning Awindra, being like, why do you have a young girl out so late at night? Uh, Awindra said it's none of their business. So one of the guys slapped him across the face and then the men on the bus started beating him up, gagging him and attacking him. Uh, Awindra was shoved down between some of the seats and he was essentially crouching and hiding down there while he ended up getting knocked unconscious and they were still kicking and attacking him and the men grabbed Josie and started dragging her to the back of the bus. These men attacked Awindra severely. Just so you guys do know, like... He ends up in like casts and stuff like this, even during interviews. Like, he's in a cast and stuff, you can see. So, it's not just like a, oh, they like hit him a few times. Like, they, they hurt a Windra also. He wasn't just like letting this happen to Josie. He was knocked unconscious entirely at points. The men ended up undressing both Awindra and Jothi while attacking them and driving the bus around the around the city in circles. Which is important to know because that's obviously going to be suspicious if anybody later sees this bus. They took turns raping and attacking Jothi, which we'll discuss more in detail. But it will be very graphic when I have to. Once they deemed that they were done with the attack, because they kept claiming that Jothi was probably already dead. Because of something that happened, they end up deciding they need to dispose of them. So they threw the young couple off the bus into some bushes while they were both bloody, beaten, in pain, and naked. Awindra talks in an interview, and that's where I got a lot of this too. He said after they were thrown off the bus, they the, the bus driver and one of the guys tried to reverse it and hit them. So they were like crawling out of the way and trying to avoid getting hit and killed even though they said they thought they were already dead Owendra oh, was waving his hands hoping someone would stop and help them but multiple cars and people saw them and didn't help finally do you know what this reminds me of hmm. you don't remember the case oh the one where uh, she literally walks with her Intestines, intestines falling out. out yeah yes you knew exactly where i was yeah going. um that's also available in the archives that's probably one of my favorite episodes it, i know what you're saying i get so scared saying that sentence ever when i'm like favorite episodes i'm like oh wait that's not what i meant and i'm so lucky that i feel like people know what we mean when we say that and yeah. we're not just saying favorite episodes it's one of our like ones that we loved to tell the story of like that's what we mean like yeah um, because I feel like one well, it's a happy ending I, ish I, I really do feel like I could consider that one a happy ending yeah um yeah I would call that a happy ending it's she yeah yeah just go listen to it you'll understand It's Alison in case you guys know and if you want another about. crazy uh, survival story Jennifer Maury mm-hmm. in the archives. What happened to Jennifer? Who attacked her? I don't oh, remember. The security guard. That's it. Dun, dun, dun. No, sorry. That was cheesy. That's, okay. <laughs> the couple ends up. I, I'm calling them a couple. They're not dating. Just so everyone's aware, but it's easier to call them a couple. Um, the couple were still trying to get attention. A is trying to get anyone's attention. And finally a bike A person on a bike stops and they end up calling the authorities after laying outside for nearly two hours, two hours. okay, lovely. A patrolman named Raj Kumar said he heard someone yelling for help and ended up finding the young couple naked in some bushes on the side of the road. He quickly ran to the first building he could, um, which was a hotel across the street, where he asked for bedsheets and water. He then ripped up the sheet he was given to give to Awindra and Josie to cover themselves up. And then once the ambulance arrived, the two were rushed to the hospital and they noted how critical Josie's wounds were. So I watched one of the things about this, right? Mm-hmm. And in my head, I'm thinking... He ran to the first building, which was a hotel across the street. That does not sound that hard. Um, mm-hmm. it was like a four lane highway. <laughs> oh, like <Fletch> Frogger. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> um, I, I don't know how this man just, and it's nighttime and was darting across this road. I mean, he was running on pure adrenaline. That's the only thing I can think like he is in fight or flight because I looked at it and I was like, Whoa, what? whoa that's uh, whoa that's all I could think of to say it's like when you get it right in Frogger and you're like yes it was uh, it was so scary looking <laughs> this man he is a good man for doing that around 11:15 p.m. Josie's parents were called and told that their daughter had been in an accident her parents were rushed to the hospital and her family um and like not uh and her siblings like her family was The doctors had little to no hope that Josie would survive through the night due to the fact that she was completely disemboweled. Lovely. Josie's mother said the surgeon on duty had been a doctor for over 20 years and said he had never seen anything like this. Mm -hmm. Josie had been kicked, punched, slapped, and had bite marks covering nearly her entire body. Along with the fact that some of her internal organs were pulled out through her vagina. Yikes. Yikes. The doctor at the time was Dr. Rashmi Ahuja. I yeah. do believe. Yeah, it's probably. Yeah, I I yeah. wrote it down and that's what I heard, so we're gonna continue that. She was the gynecologist at the hospital when Josie arrived. And said that Josie was completely coherent and wanted to talk to authorities to tell them what happened to her that night before, like, anything. She was more set on doing that than anything else. I feel like I would be the same way. Yeah. Like, Do you- not touch me. Do not put me out. Until I to I- tell you. Yeah. Like that's, that's the justice. Like, I don't care if I die at that point. Like, yeah, because I would I rather, need to tell everything. I would want to, if I die telling you the story, I am okay. As long as what happened to me does not happen to another innocent person. Yeah. It's like the justice that I need. Yeah. To, as insane as that is. It, yeah. It's like your own fight or flight you're handling at that point. You're like, I am running on adrenaline to stay alive right now, just to tell you the story. Please just listen to me right now. And then you can can do any surgery you want. If I'm going to if I'm going to die, I'm going to die now or I'm going to die in 15 minutes. Like, it doesn't matter. Just at least you need to know. Yeah. Doctors and surgeons tried telling Josie's parents the nature of her attack and what happened to her. And what they told her family was essentially this. The system by which the body functions is gone. They also told her parents they... Don't know what parts to join back together. Oh, geez. Those are both horrific sentences. Yeah. To hear. Um, They said that Josie would not live longer than 24 to 72 more hours, even with all the surgeries they're attempting, because they weren't even sure how she was still alive. Honestly, they they were like, she shouldn't even be alive at this point. But even with all this, she's she's not going to make it. What no one was expected uh expecting it all was for Josie to live and to start telling her story so Josie told her story to the police and it's it's a hard story to hear but we're going to have Kylie read what Josie had said um but keep in mind from here to the end of the episode, the description of what happened during her rape is going to keep getting harder to hear because it is a difficult one and it leads to a lot of change in what happened after her attack. So that's why this case is really important to like hear about. It's just like the justice we were talking about. Yeah, but it is, it is hard. And she was a young girl with a beautiful life and a beautiful future. So I, I get it. But, um, I'm going to let Kylie take it for a little bit. All right. Jyothi told police while in her hospital bed, the conductor closed the doors of the bus. He closed the lights of the bus and came towards my friend and started abusing and beating him. They held his hands and held me and took me to the back of the bus. They tore my clothes and raped me in, in turns. They hit me with an iron rod and bit, bit me on my entire body with their teeth. They took all belongings, my mobile phone, purse, credit card, debit card, watches, etc. Six people raped me in turns for nearly one hour in a moving bus. The driver of the bus kept changing so that he could also rape me. Uh, Quote, I heard these people saying, catch them, tear their clothes, hit them, take her bag, and using abusive language. I might screw this up, but they're the names. Ram, Singh, Thakur, Raju, Mukesh, and Pawan, and Vinay were their names. We were all, we were all the time in total darkness. Half of the time I was unconscious, but whenever I came to consciousness, they beat me up. My friend tried to save me, but these people beat him every time he came forward to save me. They also beat him with an iron rod and hit him in the head. They removed all all the clothes of my friend, and they thought we had both died. They threw us out of the moving bus. We were both naked on the side of the road, and many passerbys actually saw us and informed the police control room. <sighs> That's so sad. Mm-hmm. Police were able to locate and find the six six suspects they deemed possible for the crime. It was Makish Singh. They have the same last name. They're not related, just so everyone's aware. That was very confusing the first time I heard this case because it's also spelled the same and everything. Yeah, that makes but sense. I looked it up and essentially what they said, it's like the last name Smith in a yeah, sense. I was it's just say like a like like common. Smith. Yeah. yeah. So Makish is t- a mid 20 year old. Um, he is the bus driver. The next person was Akshay the Kerr. Late 20s, he's a bus cleaner. Then Vinay Sharma, in their 20s, a part-time gym instructor. Pawan Gupta, who's between 19 to 21 and a local fruit vendor. Ram Singh, or Ram Singh, I've heard both. He was early 30s, and it's Mukesh's older brother. And then when this case came out for a long time, the this person was called the minor or like the suspect because he was 17. And so his name was withheld at the time due to him being underage. But nowadays he's still in the system and stuff like that. And so we have a name and it's Mohammed Af- uh Mohammed Afroz Afroz. Sorry. So um, these six people ended up getting arrested and questioned to see if they had any links to the crime. The men all lived in the same area and they all had ties being able to be placed near the crime, near the time the authorities thought this took place. Makesh and Ram, Do you think it's Rom or Ram? I've literally heard equal times. I think it's Rom. Is it Rom? Yeah. Okay. I that was one that left me so stumped because I listened to eight different things and four said it one way and four the other. With everything else, it would like be six to two. And I'm like, okay, I'll go with the six. But this one was a tough one. I yeah. heard it both ways the same times. Okay. We're gonna try with Rom. Sorry, everyone, if I messed that one up. Makesh and Rom were siblings who lived together with their parents. Vinay and Pawan lived a few houses down and then Akshay was homeless. The authorities asked the men their versions of the story, but had already heard Jyothi and Awindra's story at this point. So they kind of knew the truth, but they were like, mm, let's see if they kind of accidentally give themselves up. Makesh was the first to talk. He said that night on December 16th, he and Akshay were hanging out at his house And Akshay was cleaning up the bus since that was like technically his job title. And then Ram, the older brother of Makesh, ends up getting home. Ram said he had gotten some alcohol and they should all just get real drunk. Akshay and Ram decide to get wasted at this point. And then Ram tells the others that night, let's go out and have some fun today. That's so disgusting when you know what's about to happen. Right. That's disgusting. Well, is that like premeditated then? Yeah. Technically? Yeah, I would say so. The group ends up going to a local party and they take the bus so that they could get there easily all being together. When they leave the party, Makesh is off work, but it's not like super uncommon for some drivers to still pick up pedestrians and take them to the destination in their off hours so they can get extra money. And because of that, when Josie and Awindra see the bus and it's like technically down, they don't think much of it. That's why I said it's a little odd. It's almost like a taxi. It's kind of like it's always on, but it's not always on. Like how a taxi driver can kind of just like flip the little switch in their car and it like counts the miles or they could turn it off and drive normally that's what it seemed like when I was re this was very difficult for me to understand because their bus system is like wild <laughs> it yeah it was yeah. very hard because it's not like it's not normal. buses it was like this sounds so disrespectful when talking about this case it reminds me of like a party bus yeah no that's kind of what I was thinking because like buses that take pedestrians that take people have specific routes yes and that's not what these are it's just like either an extended cab looking thing or like a party bus and this one is like a just like it's a bigger than a van almost like like a like a church bus or like a okay like like a a dry cleaner bus or something if that makes sense yeah but the thing about this bus is that wouldn't have been abnormal, except this charter bus that Rom drove was he only did it on the weekdays first off normally. But he was told he was not permitted to pick up public passengers and not able to operate within Delhi because his windows were too darkly tinted. So people couldn't see in and that made it like unacceptable oh, for so being like, a bus. Does he like own the bus? Yeah, oh. I, it, that's how it seems like it okay. seems like. um you, when you're a bus driver, it's also kind of, (laughs) I'm telling you guys, this was the hardest part of this for me to understand. I tried looking more into this. It seems kind of Uber style where like you buy your bus, but then you work off paying off your bus and then you work to make money. Also, I feel like bus drivers or, uh, truck drivers do that. Kind of. Yeah. This was, this was a hard one for me to get because I, I also couldn't find that much that was easily translatable to where it made sense for me. Yeah. Because everything I kept finding was like actual instructions on how to become a bus driver. And then I (laughs) clearly did not translate it right. And I was, I was, I was doing really bad. You guys, I tried so hard and, uh, bit me in the butt this time. It really did. I didn't, I couldn't get the right research. So I'm sorry. Makesh says they saw the couple and they allowed them on the bus he said once they got on the bus, they started taunting them, but he didn't know how long they were going to like continue that and like how far it was going to go. He said the whole event was less than 20 minutes long, but Ram was the ringleader controlling the entire event. Makesh said the men had the lights in the bus turned off, and then he just remembered Jody was screaming for help while Ram was yelling at Makesh to continue driving nonstop. Once the men drugged Josie to the back of the bus, they raped her back to back. First, it was the 17-year-old, then Rom, then Akshay, then everyone kept taking turns. After raping her a few times, someone pulled out a utensil to use on Josie. A medical report later says that she suffered serious injuries to her abdomen, intestines, and genitals due to the assault. Doctors say the damage indicated that a blunt object, which we now suspect to be a, an iron rod, was used during the penetration. The rod was later described by police as being a rusted, L shaped implement like a wheel jack handle. And that's what the iron rod was. Mm. M- Makesh said that someone put their hands inside of Josie's genitals at one point and he pulled out what Makesh described as something long like a rope. And the men were disgusted by this. And we now realize what they did was they pulled out Josie's intestines through her mm-hmm. and Makesh said that there was blood everywhere and the whole bus looks like a horror scene at that point Um yeah you can't really cover that up no Rom realized this and at this point he and the men decided that they thought Josie was dead and they needed to get rid of the evidence so they stopped the bus they throw the two of them out of the bus and Makesh said this whole scenario really sobered him up for the night now no, shit. <laughs> That's the stupidest thing I've heard him say out of the whole thing. (laughs) I'm so sorry you lost your buzz after ruining all these people's lives. Right. Uh, So he ended up driving everyone home at this point because, you know, his buzz was ruined and he was sobered up. Idiot. While he was driving home, the others went through Josie and Awindra's belongings, and they stole their cell phones, a watch, a pair of shoes, and Akshay stole one of their jackets. The thing they, they like, when they went through everything, the things they didn't want, they decided they would just, like, throw away in the trash, including her intestines. They didn't want those, but they didn't put them back in her or give them to her when they like that sounds weird to say but like they didn't like throw them out with her which if they would have that probably i feel like could have maybe been put back inside her Mm -hmm. but they didn't so they wrapped them in some clothes and tossed them in the trash her intestines lovely i don't think they could have been could they not? No. Mm, it, I well, feel depending like it how be, fast? I guess yeah. no, because they did lay there for two hours. That couldn't have probably. Yeah. Well, and it probably would have been like near impossible to sterilize. <sighs> I'm just. I'm so baffled by every part yeah. of this. This is. How are humans? Some people like this say, like well awful. I feel like it's being said like nonchalantly, like, "Oh yeah, we did this." Yeah, and that's. I mean, I'm saying it like that because that's how they said it, and I want you guys to understand how cruel these people are but you're hearing in my moments where I break like character almost in a sense where I'm like you fucking idiots I hate you right how wild this is the group of men did what they do and like a scary movie theme they made a vow not to talk about this or say anything to police if they were confronted now remember like police find them within moments and they're like so what happened and Makesh is like so here's what happened (laughs) Like, I I hate to like (laughs) good job. (laughs) Yeah. Like I'm not trying to make a joke of that, but like that's literally what happened. Right. Akshay and the unnamed juvenile who we now know, but Muhammad was the one that ended up throwing her intestines in the trash. They cleaned up the bus and they washed themselves up while everyone else went to bed and ended their night. Okay. While this was all being reported, the police found that there was another report that actually came in that same night. A few hours before this incident, these men had robbed a local carpenter. The carpenter was named Ramah- Ramadir. Ramadir. Yes. I'm so glad you did it. My phone had went to sleep. <laughs> yeah, Ramadir. And Ramadir boarded the bus because the 17 year old had lured him onto it, saying that he was going the same place they needed to go and stuff. So they were like, yeah, let's do this. Well, then they beat him up and they robbed him and took his cell phone and fifteen hundred rupees after. Robbing- I'm assuming that's money, right? Yes, that's okay. their money um, uh, currency there. OK. I didn't do a translation into how much money that was for us. That's okay. Sorry. But yeah. So it it seems like money. Yeah. Robbing them. Yeah. So they robbed him of his money, his cell phone and his stuff. And then they dumped him at a the IT flyover. It's a place they dumped him. I'm not sure. Okay. But in the end, he walks from there over to the authorities and reports it. But they tell him. Oh, you're in the wrong district. If that happened, you need to go to a different district. Of so course. like that kind of slowed down this whole thing. So that's why they don't put two and two together like right away. OK, we're going to do another another trivia for Kylie. Oh, no. There was a case we talked about once mm-hmm. where someone did not link up that the case was the same person because part of the body was found in one district while well, another part of the body was found in a, another district mm-hmm. because of how the body was disposed. And because of that, they didn't know that they had the same victim and they were trying to find more of the victim and place who it was. What case was this? I don't remember the case name, but was it water? Like they found it in water, right? Correct. It was because the body drifted in two different ways because part of it was in a box and part of it was in a bag. Now, can you name either the person that killed or the victim that died? Oh, wait. was it Angel? Yes. Holy shit, I did Angel it. Angel Menendez and Michael Alec. I did it. Wow. Guys, I got a 2 question. I am genuinely impressed you did that one. I think Jimmy would shoot me. Right <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> that might be true. I think that's why you passed that one. But you know what? Go, Kylie. I did it. People are always rooting for you to get the right answer. And- <laughs> And I always you, you haven't yet so sorry. i feel like those people that root for you are going to be like oh freaking out crap. right now like, oh, my God, oh my God. i gotta tell someone but they're not gonna get what i'm talking about that's funny you, you can know, tell me yeah you know, when, I, when i stream be proud of kylie guys I stream live coming uh, out <laughs> coming <hang> out <laughs> Makesh claimed the only reason that it happened that they you know robbed this guy and then this girl got on their bus and they did they fall down and then all of a sudden it was in their rectum (laughs) no the (laughs) reason they accidentally did this was because they were trying to do the right thing and teach Josie and awindra a lesson about how decent girls shouldn't be out that late at night and that's why they asked her and well they asked him why she was out that late because that one makes sense yeah yeah, mm-hmm. they went as far to go to a reporter and said a decent girl won't roam around at nine o'clock at night. A girl is far more responsible for rape than a boy. Okay, Housework and housekeeping is for girl girls. Not roaming in discos and bars at night, doing wrong things, wearing wrong clothes. About 20% of girls are good. When being raped, she, when he means Josie, shouldn't fight back she should be silent and allow the rape if she would have then we would have dropped her off after doing her and only hit the boy the death penalty will make things more dangerous for girls meaning when he gets it by the way now when they rape they won't leave the girl like we did they will kill her before they would rape her and say leave her she won't tell anyone but now when they rape especially the criminal types they're gonna kill the girl death Okay. So I could have put that like later at the end, I guess I should have. But uh, that's like when Makesh is like in prison and they're like, so how do you feel about like what all happened? So about no remorse. Got it. Yeah, that's essentially what he's saying. And that's became like a big topic, how he acts afterwards and stuff and like the things he says, because he he goes on to continuously always blame Josie for her being raped and that's that makes sense that's not as uncommon as you would think as sad as that is to say so yeah yeah that that mm, that man he's awful all the men in this case are they're disgusting yeah. horrible excuses for people really now they were and they I'm so flustered I'm like messing up so much <laughs> I just need to cool down. But I'm I'm like, do you know, like when you're in a case and you're so heated, you're like, I'm if I would see these people and you're just like you're, oh, you're yeah. in your head, you're like getting fussy, that's what well, I'm doing right I'm now. I'm an Aries, so that happens a lot. <laughs> okay. Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. <sighs> I stay calm and collected as much as possible, but I'm not right now. Well, I mean, I'm a really good like problem solver and I'll stay calm in situations like I high just level want to hit this guy. Like that, but when it's like justice needs to be served, I will rip I someone apart. Don't, I just I, don't. I, I honestly, every part of me, we were talking about this before we recorded. I don't know if it's just like I am not. I almost said bread built built is the word I'm going for here guys I'm not built I feel like to like instinctually be mean I'm not oh, yeah, honestly yeah, yeah. that mean of a person I don't do well with confrontation mm-hmm. I don't do well like attacking people with my words or anything I would rather just get really angry and like internalize it and get angry at myself for the situation rather than be mean or mad to the person I don't do well with fighting I don't do well with getting angry and stuff like that like it's I I'm an angry person, but it will always turn back to me. And I'm not like made to be a mean person. So like when I am mean and angry at you, like it's a big deal. Like I, I do not You're upset. I sure. don't like bullies and I don't like mean people. And this is, this is more than a bully, and but both, like, yeah. I hate this guy and I don't hate people. I want everyone to be a good person. I see the good in people more often than not. It gets me in trouble a lot. I love people. Yeah. I, you know, I haven't talked about him in two weeks because we haven't recorded. So I got to say it. You guys, I believe in Harry Styles' (laughs) motto you should treat people with kindness. It's a way of life. I don't think Harry Styles started that mantra. It's he didn't start. Okay. But it's literally his mantra. It's on all of his stuff. That's it's his, what he lives by. But it's, it's his not, song. But he didn't start that. Essentially. No one cared about it before him. Treat people with kindness. OK, yeah. I'm in kindergarten again. <laughs> no, that's treat people how you want to be treated. He's saying don't even do that. Just be kind. Right. Right. <laughs> No, there's difference between treating no 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 you're not entangling me in this conversation we're going right back to this story okay I gotta remember where I'm at now he's fouled I know he's foul okay in reality the rape statistics of where we're talking about and the assault numbers are insane I was gonna put a bunch of them in here but they were just making me so upset if you guys really want to know more, just start looking up about this case. And there's an article in India's Daughter that quotes the statistics. But the statistic is that a woman is raped every 20 minutes in India and that in Delhi, which is the nation's capital, it is known as the rape capital. That's sad. Those are horrific things to say out loud about a place where this 20 young girl minutes. Lives. Every 20 minutes. With police now having these men in custody, they were quick to use dental forensics to match the bite marks that were in Josie's skin to the positive ma- match of Akshay and Rom. That sucks. Suck. <laughs> After reviewing CCTV footage, they see the bus passing by the same areas multiple times, also as if it was driving in circles. Just like we described, that mm-hmm. weird, suspicious behavior. They then note that it parks at a place called RK Puram, which is exactly where the guys live. I, I think that's the neighborhood name. So they trace it back to that's where when they pick up the guys, where they pick them up from. The additional deputy commissioner, Delhi police officer named Pramag Kushwa. I've also heard Kushwa. He said it was unusual for a bus to go in frequent circles like that. Well, no kidding. So he knew that like it was that. that was the bus yeah all evidence and actual accounts that were that were all being told at this point led up to these men and they all didn't have a single alibi they didn't even attempt to make one up on december 21st the government promised to file charges quickly while seeking the maximum penalty of life imprisonment for the perpetrators while the public was outraged and demanded answers yeah no kidding it was being terrifying yeah and it was being kept really like closed off because you know there was minors and mm-hmm. also because Josie was still in the hospital and she was a girl that had this violent charge and they didn't want to speak her name out and stuff so there's like a lot they were like weren't telling people also but people were hearing what happened well and it was probably like secondhand accounts so it was probably wrong it was secondhand accounts and they're only hearing the glorified versions that are also right. in the news and stuff but since the news of the incident coming out it was like there was a shock wave happening in India There were protests everywhere. They had gone rampant in the capital and the buses and metros weren't running because the police were literally having to tame crowds of people. And they said it was complete anarchy and havoc. It sucks for the people that are actually doing their jobs as bus drivers, though. So. Oh, yeah, I bet it does, because yeah. they also now are... People are scared to ride buses, yeah. too, on top of that. And they're like, no, I'm one of the good ones. Mm-hmm. The, that person was a... He shouldn't have been a Oh, my gosh. Yeah, right. So police started using tear gas shells to try and contain crowds that they quoted were practically rioting. And they said that the women... The reason they were writing was because of how the women were treated and how things were being handled. Originally, the protests the protests were said to be peaceful, but as they continued, the police agitated the people, and then they pushed back, so it turned into pure chaos. It was a like, yikes! It was a um, a not snowball. a healthy, not a healthy protest. <laughs> no, people likened this area. To a war zone at this time they literally called it a war zone in the news they said the police cars were lit on fire riots were occurring places were getting destroyed and the public was outraged meanwhile the the guys are just like yeah we did this it's fine yeah and they're not even feeling any <laughs> right like, anything what? that's uh, it's it, baffling. It's insane, literally, which I've talked about it before. If you've never seen a police car get blown up or on fire, it is so much different than a movie. So much different because we've talked about it. I can't remember what episode we we discussed. Police, not brutality, but we discussed. Um, police issues like that, because I talked about when I went to California and I was on the yeah. plane and. On the plane, they told us the George Floyd incident. And then I was stuck in Los Angeles during a very scary riot. Still one of the scariest parts of my personal life, I think. And it gets brought up more often than not because people will say something really off the wall. And I'll be like, oh, speaking of... Because someone, like a week ago, someone was saying something and they were like, imagine being... um in a burning building or like imagine being in a something and then we started talking about the things and I was like so speaking of and I I really can't even imagine that like burning alive I feel like that would be the worst and there's videos of what it looked like on the street Mm -hmm. from where I was staying and I've showed people sometimes and I was like so this is right outside the front window what it looked like and they're like oh my god that genuinely looks like the purge That is the only way to describe it. Yeah. Because people were like walking around with weapons and just shooting them in the air. And there was like rioting and everything is breaking. There's police cars being blown up and on fire and stuff. So to me, that's what I would like into a war zone. So they're saying this was worse than that. And I I physically can't imagine it. it. Sounds terrifying. Yeah. I have a picture on my Instagram of the police car that was on fire in front of me. And people, people always think I like... They were like, how did you get that photo? I'm like, I took it. They're like, <laughs> oh my it. God. You were that right. close? Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, it wasn't a good time, everyone. Over the next few weeks, Josie was still in the hospital and she was undergoing, undergoing numerous surgeries. Her family was staying by her side through everything, though. They were praying that there would be some sort of miracle in the end for her. Her mom remembered the night she left the house and she said she was only going to be gone for a few hours and just like. Not to worry about her. Her mother even told an interviewer that at one point it was hard for Josie to speak. And she ended up writing a note to her mom in the hospital saying, mother, I want to live. That's so heartbreaking. I have chills. On December 19th, she underwent her fifth surgery. This time they were removing a majority of her remaining intestines. While doctors said that she was stable, she was still listed as critical. Josie's health was drastically declining, and her parents said they felt helpless not being able to do anything for their daughter. By December 25th, she remained on life support and in critical condition with a fever of 102 degrees Fahrenheit. She had internal bleeding due to sepsis at this point also. They held a cabinet meeting with the government on December 26th where they made the decision that Josie was going to be taken to Mount Elizabeth Hospital in Singapore for further care. Josie was still very young, and this was such a big case that the government was more in control of Josie's body and like what was happening than her and her own parents, because they wanted her to live. Yeah, I was going to say, they probably at that point wanted her to live. So they were like, you know, that has a better medical unit. We would rather take her there. So Mount Elizabeth is a multi-organ transplant specialty hospital, and that's why they wanted to take her there. On December 27th, she was transferred, and during the six-hour flight by air ambulance to Singapore, she almost collapsed and she went into cardiac arrest at one point. The doctors on the flight created an arterial... Mm -hmm. line to stabilize her but she had been without a pulse and blood pressure blood pressure for nearly three minutes and she never regained consciousness in singapore dang at the same time the parliamentary standing committee of home affairs met on december 27th with the union home secretary rk singh also not related to anyone in the case case. right (laughs) and the delhi police commissioner naraj kumar So they all met up and the Delhi High Court approved the creation of five fast track courts at this point to try rape and sexual assault cases in a faster manner, hoping they could relieve and help some of the crimes to get these statistics down. And it's because they noticed how wild and rampant it was because of what's happening to Josie. Two weeks after the attack, on December 29th, 2012, at 4.45 a.m., Josie died at Mount Elizabeth Hospital. The chief executive officer at the Mount Elizabeth Hospital said that she had suffered brain damage, pneumonia, and an abdominal infection while still trying to fight for her life. Her body was cremated on December 30th in Delhi under high police security. Josie's death wasn't the end, though. It was actually the beginning for a lot of things because they noticed things needed a wake up call after this. Yeah, no kidding. D- Josie died like very, very brutally, brutally, <sighs> brutally. Really. <laughs> All right, you <Zena>. know. Okay, <laughs> that was stupid. Brutally, but even more to that, they the the. People that were alive now have that ripple effect that we've talked about in the past. Mm-hmm. A windrow was still alive. He was emotionally and physically damaged after this. He ended up testifying in court on December 19th. And he said he was plagued with guilt and trauma over the incident. And that was before she even died. He was already blaming himself. So imagine how much worse it was going to get. Right. With Josie actually passing away from this whole event, there was even less belief in the system having any sort of truth or workmanship behind it or being safe for women or really anyone at that point, because even a Windra was still having all these issues and he's, you know, in cast he's in medical problems, all this stuff. So everyone's really upset. The men that were taken into custody still were all going to be charged and go to jail. Um, And that right now, all we knew is that they were going to have a trial Muhammad at the time was the one that was 17 and a half years old so the juvenile justice board checked this because they wanted to make sure that he wasn't lying to get a lighter sentence oh they checked his birth certificate and school documents and funny I mean kind of funny enough the police were like that's not enough we need more (laughs) and the juvenile justice board was like no you've never asked for more before like calm down you're getting greedy but the police were so pissed they were not taking this lightly they were like no like we want to make sure this kid is not getting off just because he's 17 he knew the ramifications of what he's doing yeah the juvenile justice board did decide that he would not be tried as an adult and he instead would be taken to juvenile court though he was convicted of rape and murder under the Juvenile Justice Act and given the maximum sentence a juvenile could have, which is three years imprisonment in a reform facility. It's not long enough. That's really not that long that's at so, all. I feel like for something this aggressive, I yeah. feel like uh, I hate I hate That's even I'm, less than how long you're in high school. Like, I come hate on. what I'm about to say. I really do. But just hear me out. Okay if this was just a rape charge and let's say Josie hundred percent lived and he wanted three years, I'm, I am, I am not condoning rape, but okay. Maybe if after that three years, he's a 100% a changed man and he apologizes and Josie's alive and he really is going to change for a different person. I'm talking, OK, maybe. But he still has to be checked up on. He has to be in mm-hmm. a system. He has to. I'm not even giving him any lightness. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. He, he the been one. Like- that threw away her intestines. Right. He yeah. was okay with the murder. There is so much more than just a rape charge here. And it's not even a violent rape charge. It is now a murder. I think really the only way that that would be okay with me, of what you just said, was if he was like pushed into it by the other guys. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'm not saying at all that like it would have been okay. I am thinking full term yeah. already that he's pushed into it because he's young. Because yeah. I'm... Why else would like an almost 30-year-old be hanging out with 17 year old. So in my right. mind, I guess I already had that intention that he's like there as a bystander. And then he was too scared to back out. So I guess I should have stated that that makes sense too. Yeah. 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 But there's no way, um, a murder charge maximum is three years. Yeah. That's. Oh my God. That's insane. And this isn't just a rape. This is a severely violent rape. This is the scariest sounding rape I've heard in a case in a long time. Yeah. A really long time. And you guys know, I've heard a lot of cases. Yeah. Supposedly, when this sentence was read out loud, Josie's parents were upset and one of her younger brothers tried to attack Muhammad after hearing this. I mean, I don't blame him. And like, it took people like holding him back in court to like stop that. Yeah, I don't blame him. He ended up going... And being, being detained, Muhammad, but he was released on December 20th, 2015. So he's out now. Lame. Awful. On January 3rd, 2013, only five days after Josie had passed, the police filed charges against the other five adult men for rape, murder, kidnapping, destruction of evidence, and the attempted murder of a wendra small thing but like why is it attempted murder because they attacked him so viciously and then left him for dead like i'm sorry but i'm kind of glad that that i'm kind of glad that charge got put on there like justice for a too you know what i mean right yeah Makesh Vinay aksha aksha Akshay, and pawan denied the charges and their lawyers said their confessions were coerced coerced because their clients have been tortured into these oh, okay statements tortured 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 they do they know what torture is because they they okay. do actually they okay. they, they do okay. but okay. you know they don't know what it's like on themselves okay all right okay all i'm right. sure they have found out in do i right. <sighs> I got a different ending for you. Oh, I don't like that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> their lawyers are their own scummy, like, oh my god, we've talked about shitty lawyers in the past, y'all. Mm. You ready for another shitty lawyer? Here you go. On January 20th. <laughs> what is wrong? It's because it's really late at it night, you guys. It is really late. I'm so it's tired. It's really late on a Sunday after a busy, busy weekend, so... On January 10th, (laughs) there's no W. (laughs) 10th. Manar Lal Sharma, who is one of the lawyers, said in an interview that the victims were responsible for the assault because they shouldn't have been using public transportation as an unmarried couple or at night. Okay, cool. He said it's actually like the entire event. The entire event is a winder's fault because he failed to protect Josie. But they're not a couple. Don't put that on a Windra. They're First also not a fucking couple. He is also living through all this and having survivor's guilt. And you're going to be a lawyer, a respectable person in society, people would think. And come and at windra like that? would be like, oh, people are like writing about this. Maybe I shouldn't be a piece of shit. Well, he's the lawyer <laughs> of the bad guys. So no, he is a piece <sighs> Ooh. Mm. Yeah. I'm heated tonight, guys. He was quoted. This lawyer literally was quoted saying, "Until today, I have not seen a single incident or example of rape with a respected lady." Okay. Even an underworld don would not touch a girl without respect. Okay. That's disgusting.
1: You That's, deserve
0: to be in a cell. With you should go people. with these guys yeah. to what's going to happen. But props to the police at this time, because around March, they wrote up a charge sheet against also the robbery from the carpenter, Ramadier. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Remember that whole thing. Also, finally, the policeman in this. It's so, good. yeah, we have great policemen in this story. Like, yes. Some really great police work. Like, man. You did it because, like, that was great. They don't normally do it. You no, know, we've had some some <laughs> spotty police some work la- in the past. <laughs> yeah, to say the least some, la- some laziness. No well, laziness, guys. Uh, no, we can't stand for that. If you want to be a uh, upholding citizen with a good job like that, where you have to care for other people, do it. Like, I don't, I don't vibe with mean nurses. So mm-hmm. my partner went to the ER this weekend, a uh, week coming up last week that happened Ooh, coming words. up. <laughs> nope last week she had a really mean nurse and we're yeah. like why like what do you have the gain to be mean to us or like I went to the hospital one time and the nurse was so mean to me and she kept telling me repeatedly I look like the type that would do drugs and I'm probably having a drug overdose I was not. <laughs> I was not. I was in severe. I had to go to a neurologist. I was having such a bad brain right. problem. But she just said it was probably me doing drugs. So did you report her for that? Yes, I did. Okay, good. I complained nonstop. And the doctor was like, Are you sure you have the right nurse? She's normally really nice. I was like, No, I know I have the right nurse. She was a bitch. Jeez. Yeah. So yeah. Don't be mean if you have a job where you should be nice. Don't be a mean <laughs> Don't <cop>. be mean. <laughs> Just don't be mean in general. I don't know. Maybe you should treat people with kindness or something. Oh, Harry my Styles God. It. Oh, my God. <laughs> on August 31st. <laughs> on August 31st, 2013, Mukesh, Akshay, Vinay, and Pawan were convicted on um, of all the charges. And on September 10th, 2013, we're going to be sentenced to death. Bye. You notice I only mentioned some yes. of the guys, though. Yeah. Someone's missing from that list. Yeah. Well, in the Fast Track Court of Delhi, the four men were found guilty of rape, murder, unnatural offenses, and destruction of evidence. Upon hearing they would be executed, Vinay Sharma collapsed and pleaded with the judge saying, please, sir, please, sir. Please, sir. I'm going to have some more. And after the verdict was delivered, the people waiting outside the courtroom applauded. That's that's ballsy. So, Rom, the driver that night, he was never officially convicted. Why, you wonder? Because on March 11th, 2013, at around 5.45 a.m., he was found dead in his cell. Good. He was found hanged from... Hung? 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 Hung from the grill in the ceiling from his prison cell. Well, well he... If, he was found hanged. He was hanging. So, he was hung. He was hung. Did he... <laughs> Did he hang himself? Well, I I'm I'm getting there. <laughs> okay. Well that's that's that what changes I need to know. What it, yes. I know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's why I'm like, I don't know what I want to say because You're giving we, it away. Technically, okay. I should say if we go by what we think he was hanged. He was hanged. Okay. But if we go by what the ruling is, he was hung. Yeah. Or okay. He, he hanged. He hung. He hung hung. himself. Yeah, he hung himself. Okay. So the thing is, he was found from this grill in the ceiling, which was over eight feet tall. And he is not. Okay. Mm -hmm. And there is nothing in that room he could have stepped on, gotten to, to get up there. Okay. So, yeah, he was hanged. And there were other people in the cell with him. Okay. His family thinks he was murdered, but the official cause of death is ruled as suicide. Why? Rom was the first one to rape Josie, and a lot of people knew that. Okay. So, um, so how is it suicide? Oh, that's what you asked. Why too I thought you asked why he got, he died. Yeah, no. Um because I don't have a reason for you. Like that literally just because it was it was ruled I, that way. I, they that I well, think it's wrong. because they didn't want to keep putting his name out. They were like he's done, let's move on. You know what I mean? No, because I, it's not the truth. I yeah, but it, uh, I think we it need was here at the tired. time. <laughs> <laughs> A newspaper called the Hind- Hindus. Okay, so Hindu is the word Hindustan? and it's Hindustan, right? Wow. I would yeah, say probably. Hindustan. I only saw this in print, or so it's hard or to or go it. Hindustan? With Hindustan? That sounds okay, too. The Hindustan Times printed the headline Wake Up, India! 23-year-old Delhi gang rape victim is dead. That's a really long one but it gets the point across. I mean, yeah. It definitely really definitely, hard. Yep, yeah, yeah. It goes there. <laughs> they were trying to shock awareness into the people that didn't understand why other people were angry a year later. Like they're still angry. There's still riots and stuff and some people are like, "Wow, this is really dragging on. Like why are you guys so upset?" Uh, because it's a like big do not fucking deal, okay? The opening paragraph said the young woman whose rape and torture by six hoodlums on a deli bus shook a nation's conscious conscience died early on Saturday, triggering a wave of grief and declarations of resolve not to try not to let her loss go in vain. That's a good one. That's a really good one. That's yeah. a that's a good paper it, from yeah. what I know so yes. far. In March of 2014, the men tried to appeal their cases to lessen their sentence to life imprisonment. That's hilarious. But they were denied. After that, they were also tried for other appeals and pleas and mercies, but they were never given the options because the courts continued saying their actions and crimes were truly barbaric. Literally. On January 7th, 2020, a death warrant was issued for the nearby rapist because it was still being called that um, in Like a lot of the court transcripts, even though by this point, the 2015 documentary had came out and we knew her name. That's what originally it was called. So that's kind of like the name that followed it throughout the whole thing. Grandfathered through. Yeah. So like, you know how like uh, the Idaho Four was called the Idaho Four the whole time. Even after we knew who the killer was, we didn't change it to call it the Brian Kroeberger case or anything. Right. Is that how you pronounce his name? Anyways. It was still called the Idaho four case. Like it was the original name. We, we just kept it because it was the easier thing to solidify it with. Yeah. Yeah. We kept all the information intact. Then I feel like they issued the, the Delhi court issued a setting for execution and, uh, it was supposed to be January 22nd, 2022. 20, 20, 20, 22, 20. Whew, Let me restart it. I'm so sorry, guys. That's my mom's <laughs> birthday. Um, I rolled that into the sentence aggressively. <laughs> January 22nd, 2020. That's the end of the twos. There was no other two in that <laughs> no word. No other two. But I said so many twos all at once <laughs> that I couldn't stop myself from saying it again. But then I couldn't correct it because I was trying to say 2020 comma space like two. Like that was all. Yeah. At 7 a.m. That took a long time for me to get that sentence out. You did it! (laughs) In the hard jail, the government authorities and Josie's family alleged that the convicts were intentionally delaying and frustrating the legal process by filing their pleas in stages so that the execution could be postponed for years. Okay. However, on... Because if you remember... If you really think about it, um, the original date that they said, like, okay, we find them guilty, they are going to be they were sentenced to death in 2013 and it's 2020 and they're still alive in jail. Like, well, I'm sure COVID had some something to do with that, too. A little bit. But them doing these pleas and everything was really, really throwing a wrench in the works. Kind of smart on their part. Sadly, it really was. Yeah. On Friday, March 20th, though, in 2020, at 5.30 a.m., Makesh Singh, Vinay Sharma, Akshay the Kerr, and Pawan Gupta were executed at Tahar Jail. They were hung on the gallows designed specifically for four people. They killed they 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 they, they killed them all at once, like mm-hmm. all four of them. According to prison officials, the four convicts refused the offer of a last meal and new clothes prior to their executions. They were blindfolded and did not resist as they were led to the gallows. Wow. However, Vinay suffered a mental breakdown prior to the execution and began pleading with guards. The four convicts were pronounced dead after hanging for 30 minutes. Josie's mother hugged a picture of her daughter and told um, told her that they had gotten justice for her after this. Aww. Josie's father said that their faith in the judiciary system had finally been restored. And on top of all that, I thought this was a wild one. Makesh reportedly requested that after this happens, he wants them to donate his organs. Wow. So he was, I think, trying to like show people that he had a heart, I guess. I don't think he did, but I think that's what he thought. After Jyothi Singh's death, things were looked upon much differently in India. The women and the people in general were enraged because of all this. It was a horrible crime that should have never occurred. But since the incident, luckily, some things have gotten changed. The outpouring of anger and grief following the rape and murder gave rise to hopes for change in India at this point. The government responded with the with the passage of several new sexual assault laws, um, including a mandatory minimum sentence of 20 years for gang rape and six fast track rec, uh courts that we discussed earlier. That is a little scary that gang rape needs its own. Oh, yeah. Section. Nope. I don't even want to talk about that. That's really, really scary sounding. Yeah. I didn't really that didn't click for me when I was writing it, but reading it, it does. Like rape has a thing, but gang rape has its own thing. That's that's yeah. really scary sounding. As of 2021, they said they still have a lot of issues and that the government it's that the government did do some things though. They set up the Nirbaya, the Nirbaya fund, which that's what the case is called, remember for empowerment, safety, and security of women and girls and children. But it was underutilized, and it, it, it's had some issues with it. Many people say the entire case brought a change to the public conversation about women's issues, though. And it's still a big work in progress, but at least now it's, like, talked about and it's at least discussed. In December of 2013, so we're rewinding a lot when this all happened... The family of the victim, so like all of the Sings, Mm -hmm. along with a social entrepreneur named Sarvesh Kumar-Tawari, established the Nirbhaya Trust. It was an institute formed to assist women who have experienced violence to find shelter and legal assistance. That's awesome. Yeah. Also around that time, Josie's family was given a new flat by the government as part of the compensation package for their suffering of losing their daughter. And it was a bit of an improvement from their previous homes, uh, the, the, the one that they had that they mm-hmm. lived in with Josie, But it was still one of the cheapest types of housing in the city. But they did put in a memorial in their home to showcase their daughter that they said they lost far too soon and they've never fully recovered from. Her mother said to a local news source, and this is a translation, but she said, I lost my daughter. I know she will never come back again, but the work I'm doing in her memory will save a lot of daughters from brutal rapes in India. I will continue to raise my voice against rapes while I am alive, whether I have people on my side or not. That's strong. Yeah. So that's the Josie Singh case. Whew, that's heavy. It's a heavy case. And sometimes it's called other things like the nearby case. Sometimes it's called the Delhi rape case, the Delhi gang rape case. There's so many things this case is called. But I really love what her mom said about how Josie's voice, um, Josie doesn't have a voice anymore. Like her name and her story needs told. Mm-hmm. And because of that, it it makes me feel like it should just the episode needs to be called Josie you know? Yeah, absolutely. I agree. I just felt so attached to Jothi when writing this, if that makes sense in a weird way, like I was like, oh my gosh, like I just need a happy ending. I knew it wasn't gonna be happy, but I was like mm-hmm. I you I just I hoped for it. yeah, like I wanted it and I was like, God, at least hopefully things have changed and that'll be a happy ending. And like, yeah, like I said, there's they're starting that, there's changes, but, but it is not yeah. I needed a much happier ending and I didn't get yeah, I agree. I had quite a bit of sources. I had a lot, a lot of sources. I watched that documentary, like I said, which is funny because I forgot to put that in my sources. (laughs) And that was the first thing I did. I also watched the Awendra um, YouTube documentary and it's long. It's in multiple parts and stuff, but I used a bunch of websites. I'm going to run through these really, really fast. If you guys want me to go through them in another time and talk about them with you, or you want me to send you anything, let me know, but ready. We're going to do it. delhi rapist says victims shouldn't have fought back by bbc news we also use the nearby case for indian men executed in 2012 delhi bus rape and murder by bbc News. india outcry after eight month old baby raped by bbc news seven-year-old bus rape and murder shocked the world attackers hanged by nine news what is the nirbaya case by the times of india in rare move death sentence of delhi gang rape case is upheld by the new york times a decade after the deadly assault of joe Jyothi Singh, her safety for women in India improved, question mark, by World News. A decade after India gang rape and murder of Jyothi Singh, a fear persists in rape cases rising by South China Morning Post. The 10th anniversary gang rape shocked the world by the Daily Mail. Dang. Yeah. That's a lot. Can we talk about how aggressive that last website is? I just want to tell you guys. So the 10th anniversary one, this is the website URL. Dailymail.co.uk news article slash on 10th anniversary gang rape shocked world India faces daily barbaric sex crimes. Damn. That's a really scary title. It's aggressive. Sorry, I had to move. <laughs> You're okay. It was loud. It scared me. So, yeah, we we uh, took a week off and we came back with this and I'm so sorry. It's okay. I'm sorry. I have... um. I have some episodes in store for you guys. I've written the next few and I'm I'm gonna be real with you guys. I don't know if I dislike you or what, but I'm 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 hitting you guys with some hard stuff. We're also really close to our hundredth episode. Really close? That's insane. Yeah, we're six episodes away after this. This will be episode. Do you know what that means? That we've done that 93 episodes well, before this? I mean, like, if you're talking about, like, every time you've, like, written an episode, like, only those, like, you've written 100. Well, actually, 99, because I wrote the Dr. Death well, episode. And I don't count any 411s <laughs> or anything, or I don't think I counted Cocaine Bear and stuff in that. Maybe I did. I don't know. Oh, but 411... They don't count. Well, Not it's right more much. like bonus episodes. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if I counted Lake Lanier's and cocaine bear because they were bonuses i think i did i think i did i think i did lake lanier goodness that's like three no you definitely should count those well i mean yeah but i don't know if i did when i did all this because they were older so i think i did but i'm not sure but either way yeah i've written a lot i still haven't seen that movie the lake lanier movie no because it's so bad oh cocaine bear yeah it's so good Is it really? <laughs> I love that movie. It's really funny. It's like, it can't be right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's really funny. You'll really like the two guys. I don't remember why I liked them, but I remember why I liked the two guys. I okay. think. Or maybe I didn't. Maybe I hated them. No, I think I liked them. Hmm. I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> it's a good movie. You should watch it. Okay. I don't know. Um, I rewatched The Meg the other night because I was I like, I fucking love that movie. I, I, the new one's coming out. I wanted to potentially see the new one. So I was like, I got to rewatch them. Um, I don't like Jason Statham's eyebrows. Statham? Yeah, Jason Statham's eyebrows. His eyebrows? Yeah, they're really pale. So it looks like he doesn't <laughs> <He's> have <laughs> any. Okay. <laughs> so I don't like them. Like, I was watching the movie and three or four times throughout the movie, I was like, where are Jason Statham's eyebrows? <laughs> <I have to laughs> but up, see, now. here's the thing. No, 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 no okay when you look him up in pictures i swear his makeup artist darkens his eyebrows because on the red carpet he has brows well let me like but like in the movie especially when he was getting wet when he probably wouldn't have been able to wear makeup he had no brows this man was browless he had like no eyebrows jason Satham has a problem with eyebrows not being on his face yeah he doesn't have eyebrows yeah but like he does they're just real pale yeah and then I think they darken him when he does events because they looked real when he's like on the red carpet yeah Jason Satham, do you want to talk about your browies (laughs) your browies (laughs) (laughs) I had to lighten the moon somehow (laughs) I just did a really heavy episode Jason Satham, would you like to talk (laughs) about your browies (laughs) oh god that's funny yeah so I rewatched the Meg the other night and that was fun um I'm still working my way down uh, Bob's Burgers I'm on, like, season 11. We're going to watch Blue Beetle this week, I think. I remember that. that. It's the DC film. Oh. Blue Beetle. Anyways. Oh! Yeah, I think we're going to go see that this week. And, uh, oh, we went and saw the Coraline um special edition that came to theaters guys who that thing was so i've was seen it, it in theaters was it yeah it's great I've, i i've seen it in theaters it's margie's favorite movie margie hasn't seen it in theaters we're also really excited for the new saw movie to come out um <laughs> are they ever gonna stop those? nope <laughs> i'm going to be 74 years old and they're gonna be like saw 13 and a half 27. They're already at like eight. Yeah. Right? Eight? Seven? No, I think eight. they're further than that. Nine? Oh my God. Is this not the 10th one? Oh my God. How many Saw movies are there? There's too a many. lot. There's too many. I like the one where the girl gets thrown in the pit of needles. I in only the house. saw the first one. Oh. Um, saw X. So that was the 10th one. And then Jigsaw. Well, wait, oh, it was yeah, Jigsaw before or after? I guess there's more, to Well, and what's that? Oh, no, that that is called Saw. Never mind. Um, spiral was also one of them. That's the one I was thinking of. Yeah, spiral. I think that's what I was co- thinking of, too, not Jigsaw. So it's kind so of it's like, like Saw 1, 2, 3, 11? 4, 5, 6, 7. It, it, is it technically part of the spot? No, no, the no, no. Hold on. It's Saw 1, 2, 3, mm-hmm. 4, 5, 6. Mm-hmm. Saw the final chapter, jigsaw, mm-hmm. spiral, mm-hmm. saw ten. So there's ten. <laughs> yes. This okay. is the tenth So one they like now. included that. Yeah. It wasn't just like because it saw went five seven, and then eight. six, seven, eight. Right. Wait, where's saw nine? Oh, that was spiral. So jigsaw was eight? Yes. So saw the final chapter seven. That's what you said. Yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot how Roman numerals work. (laughs) I thought V meant four, and I was like, no, there's a number missing here. Nope. I just don't know how to count. I feel like they don't actually teach Roman numerals anymore. Mm, I only know because of tattoos. Roman numeral tattoos. That's what taught me. I didn't learn in school. I learned it in school. What? (laughs) What? Whoa. <laughs> Can you hear Ooh. that we said that at the same exact time? Same, the time, same exact same way? tone. <laughs> Yikes. Right. Okay. I got a tattoo this week. I got one, two, three, four. I got five tattoos in the past two weeks. Holy shit, that sounds like a lot. That sounds like a lot. It's a lot for you, too, because you have a lot of tattoos already. OK, literally three of them are like the size of my thumbnail. Right. No, I got my fingers tattooed. The rest of them, because I already have. Well, I already have nine fingers tattooed. No, nope, eight. Oh, no. He doesn't have a tattoo, I guess. He doesn't. <laughs> I didn't know that guy exists. I forgot my thumbs exist, guys. Um, I have I have two words on one hand. Yeah, that's a lot. And then I have five designs on another hand, but then I filled in with two more designs and then I have these other three designs. Sounds like I have a lot of things. So I did all that. And then I put one on my hand and then I put one on my wrist and then I put one on my arm and then I put one on the back of my leg that I told you guys about last time. So I got tatteroonied up. I'm jealous. I want more. Tatter tots. I, uh... Told Margie one day, I was like, "I'm gonna go slam some ink in my skin." She's like, "Can you please just call them tattoos?" I was like, "I will call them anything but tattoos." I'll be like, "Yo, you want to get tatted? You wanna you wanna Ew, slam tatted. some ink? It is so you wanna get a tat tatter tot? You wanna get a tatteroony That's, on your skin? Yeah, call, you wanna get some tattered. inkage slammed in <laughs> there? Tatter tot? I'll call it anything with a tattoo, bruh. That's hilarious. So, okay, well, I'm getting perpetually more and more tired. Yeah, I guess we're gonna go. Bye, guys. Thank you guys for everyone that helps make this podcast. what it is. you guys are all a huge part of the CSP family. And we really thank you guys for being part of the community and being with us. I sound like NPR right now. (laughs) (laughs) I got real low voiced and like I started talking really monotone and like fast all at the same time. And it just really went without a hitch. And I really feel like I sounded kind of NPR and I didn't mean to, but it kind of just happened because I got tired. Big thanks to Taylor at Lab Monkey Creative every week for doing our editing and being a big part of the team and part of the community. Thank you, Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, which is at Pod, where DMs are always open for suggestions, so slide on in. We have a Discord. We have a Twitch. I'm too tired to talk about it. Come hang out. That's all I'm saying. Just come hang out. Um, have we linked them? To the website. Mm, We're going to yep, do this. Yes, we did. Okay. I did. I do things. I was going to say. So, all of our links can also be easily found at crypticsouppod.com as well. So, uh, get there, uh, join the Discord, come hang out on Twitch, and we'll see you then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Any kind of Apple Podcast review and ratings or Spotify ratings help get our name out there. And they're very friendly to us as long as you're friendly in them. If not, then they make us cry. So, do with that information what you will. Don't make us cry. That's mean. So remember, guys, to subscribe, follow, tune in and keep up with us. And remember to join the conversation where we'll see you next Tuesday for the next episode. Stay tuned. I would be a great NPR, bitch. I'm soothing as fuck.